This is your host, Sophia Nelson. Today is Saturday, October 3rd, 2020. And today is Saturday Thought Segment. As you know, I have a couple days a week that I like to come on and inspire you, inform you, engage you, and give you some news. Our guest that we had for today, Rachel Pearson of Engage, will come on on Monday instead of today because I wanted to focus on the COVID crisis that is now engulfing not just our country, but the President of the United States, the First Lady, a number of senators, a number of senior staff, a number of dignitaries and people who attended the uh, announcement ceremony for Judge Amy Coney Barrett a week ago today. I wanted to just dig in a little bit. Won't be long. Uh, I try to keep my monologues short, but I have some thoughts on this. Number one, from the day I started this podcast and COVID hit us last spring in March, I was very clear in every episode, and this goes for me and my family and my circle, wear your mask, wear a mask, wash your hands, wash your hands incessantly, carry sanitizer, but wear that mask. We know for a fact that this virus is spread through the air, it's airborne, it's on surfaces. It's not a foodborne illness, thank God, but packages can be contaminated. Uh, so that's something we have to think about when we are grocery shopping, when we are touching things, that surfaces need to be clean, our hands need to be clean. Uh, it, it helps even to wipe off maybe your canned goods and anything you pick up at the store like I do to help to keep contamination down. But I think that, you know, uh, It's really important, guys. I've watched a lot of tweets and a lot of Facebook posts, and I've been a little bit quiet about this, but I think it's important that, you know, heavy sigh here. Even when we don't like people, when we disagree with them, when we may even find them offensive as human beings, uh, we should never gloat that somebody's ill. We should never take any uh, pleasure in the fact that someone is ill. And I want to encourage uh, all of us who are not big fans of the president to uh, be mindful that he is the leader of the United States of America. He is the leader of the free world, whether we agree with him or, or like him is not the issue. And so I will join my voice and add my voice to those who have been praying and hoping that he has a speedy recovery. I had COVID back in February, didn't know it then, only found out in May when I tested positive for antibodies. But I can tell you it's something you don't want. And I am 25 years younger than the president. So I think that it is uh, important that he get rest, that he do what he needs to do to get better. I am concerned about a few things, however. Number one, our founding fathers, when they created this country, We're real clear that a free press had to be part of a functioning government. The press's job is to get information to the people, to investigate public officials, to make sure that they're functioning properly, ethically, morally, virtuously. And I don't like the lockdown of information, which is very typical of this White House, which something I've never seen in my lifetime from either Republican or Democrat presidents. When presidents are sick, the doctors come out, they brief us, they let us know what's happening, they walk us through diagrams. We're getting none of that, which I think doesn't help because it adds to hysteria, fear, worry that the president is sicker than perhaps he might be with this virus. 
Um, and I think they need to become more transparent. I also think the White House press secretary needs to remember that she works for us, we the people, and this flippancy and the, the, the back and forth and the, um, the nastiness really doesn't serve the country well. Uh, we need honest answers to how the president's doing and whether or not the 25th Amendment will have to be invoked, how the vice president will be functioning, given that he has a debate coming up next week with Senator Harris. And uh, I know that they're going to space them 12 feet apart instead of seven, like Biden and Trump were, uh, in an effort to keep everybody safe. So, guys, this is serious. I really just wanted to pop on this morning and say that uh, I'm a firm believer in consequences for actions. I'm a firm believer in accountability. I'm a firm believer in karma. I'm a firm believer in the biblical principle to all my evangelical and Christian friends out there that we reap what we sow. And let's be honest, this president has been disrespectful of this virus. He has made fun of this virus. He's made light of it. He said that sunlight, it would mysteriously disappear, inject yourself with Lysol, uh, all kind of things that are just nutty and off the rails. He has told his supporters and modeled for them not uh, socially responsible behavior, not wearing masks. He mocked Vice President Biden at their debate last week for wearing a mask. Um, he probably needs to rethink that. Uh, the White House has hosted a number of super spreader events uh, during the convention. This Judge Barrett, uh, you know, announcement party. Guys, we're not there yet. We're not at a place where we can come out and be um, connected in that way yet in large numbers. And particularly without masks and without coverings. Kellyanne Conway, who you all know I grew up with, who I've known forever, um, now has the virus. She was at the ceremony. Um, you know, now she's exposed her family to it. Just think of the people. Uh, something like 11 people tested positive from the Cleveland debate. Then you have what? Are we up to 10 now from the uh, Amy Coney Barrett announcement? Guys, this isn't good. I want to speak for a moment to those Trump voters who have been to these large rallies and these large events. And you've told media that the virus is stupid and you don't need to wear a mask and, you know, it's not going to hurt you. It's not real. You're being foolish. Herman Cain, who was my friend, is dead. And he contracted the virus, we believe, at that Oklahoma event and died shortly thereafter. Another man in his 70s. So we should really take this seriously. I know that my mother's in her 70s. She has asthma and she's a diabetic. So uh, we were supposed to actually go to a wedding uh, reception this weekend in Delaware. Good friends of ours that we've known over 40 years, their daughter, who we adore, uh, got married in a small ceremony earlier this year. And they want to have their reception, which under the law, they're allowed to do. But the number of people, and we thought about it, we talked about it. We just can't take the risk with mom because she's just in that age range where it's dangerous for her. And that morbidity table, whether you've got, as the president does, um, uh, cholesterol, heart, um, obesity issues, or my mom with asthma and diabetes, or other people with other issues, heart disease, etc., cetera, uh, cancer patients, you have to be careful. Wear your mask. Um, I want to say a little bit about spirit. Again, we don't gloat when people get sick or they die or they take ill, no matter how awful we may think they are. That's not okay. But I do think that there is a reaping and sowing that's happening in America right now. And some of it's good. 
and some of it is going to take us a while to get through. We are still dealing with the vestiges of race and racism, white supremacy. That's not me talking, that's the FBI director, a white male Republican, saying that the number one threat for domestic terrorism are white nationalists and white supremacist groups. That's just fact. You don't have to like it, but it is what it is, uh, to borrow a phrase. We are wrestling with um, the inequities of women. Uh, COVID has devastated women, and we're going to have Rachel on to talk about that on Monday, and I'm looking forward to that dialogue. Women in the workplace, women at home, women professionally, women emotionally, women health-wise. It's been tough on women uh, trying to balance it all uh, in the work and the labor force. Having to uh, be caretakers and try to do everything uh, has been tough. We're still wrestling with um, poverty and hunger and these social inequities. Uh, the gap between the rich and the poor. Uh, President Trump paying $750, don't I wish, on hundreds of millions of dollars worth of income. That's crazy. I pay more than that. You pay more than that. And we don't make anywhere near a million dollars of income. So I think that we're in this place where we have to begin to look at ourselves. This freedom of ours is the greatest gift our founders gave us, written into our documents, beloved by all of us. But this freedom can also be a liability when we are reckless with it. And when we don't take seriously health uh, and public health and mandates that are designed not to oppress us, not to demean us, not to harm our businesses or to wipe us out, but to literally save our lives and those of our children, nieces and nephews, grandchildren, aunts, uncles, grandparents, etc. So I just wanted to get on today and encourage you that the news we're seeing is disturbing, but it was probably predictable that sooner or later... As my nana used to say, God bless her, we lost her 20 years ago uh, this past Friday. As my nana used to say, there's a running day and there's a catching day. And America got caught. The president got caught. Senators got caught. They thought they could outrun this virus. They thought they could mock the virus, make fun of it, belittle it, hide it. And it has now come for them. So I'm praying for everybody. I hope that they get well. I hope that everybody comes out of this on the other side wiser as a person, better as a person, more humble, more decent, more honorable. Uh, I don't know. But I, uh, I know you need to wear your mask. And I know you need to be careful. And I know you need to socially distance. And I know you need to take care of yourself, your family, your loved ones, your colleagues, your friends by wearing your mask. You, you can't make other people do anything, but you can do your part. Guys, that's my message this morning. Um, pray for our country. There's going to be a lot going on over the next 30 plus days as we head towards the finish line of the 2020 campaign. Um, pray for all the candidates. Pray for their families. And God bless you and God bless the United States of America.